You are listening to the Bright Life Podcast, all about ways to stay inspired, chase your dreams, and find more gratitude in the highs and lows of the journey. I'm your host, Jessica Johnson. I'm a business owner, a part-time digital nomad, a self-growth junkie, a believer in other big-hearted women, and am all about sharing tips, tricks, lessons learned, and encouragement so we can all live our biggest, brightest lives. You ready? Let's do this. Hey guys, so excited to be here with you today. This is a little bit later than my normal episode on Thursdays, but we had drilling in the condo above us all day today, which seems to happen on days I need to record the podcast. So I was holding out, hoping I could get it done for you today, and this is the perfect chance. So I'm going to just share what I thought would be really fun to talk about this week, and I hope it helps and brings a little light to your week as well. This week is a little different than our normal talks. I know we've been talking a little bit about business and entrepreneurship and mindset, and this week what really was on my heart to share was a little bit about making friends as an adult. Whether you are new to a city, whether you are looking to just make new friends for the stage that you're at, I talk to other women all the time who just express that it can be really hard to make friends as an adult, whether you're in your 30s or just kind of in that phase where you are looking to meet some new people, it can be hard to break into those groups. And it's something that my husband and I have been encountering fresh again because we just moved, you know, to Austin a few months ago. And we have moved over and over again throughout the past several years, whether it's being digital nomads and working from other countries, whether it is moving to a new part of Seattle or a new neighborhood, whether it's moving all the way to Austin or another city in America. We've really been on the go and have had to challenge ourselves to always meet new people and not just always be the two of us, which can happen. And so I thought, you know, we've picked up some tricks along the way and things that really help us. And so for anyone else in a similar situation, for whatever reason, I just want to share those and you never know who is listening and who could really use this. So I hope that if you are, you are my girl, you are ready and it's going to be really helpful to you. So the first thing that I would say is to say yes to everything. So I've talked about my time in New York City, but this is something I really applied to that time as well, where when I moved, I hardly knew a soul. Anyone I knew was kind of a tangential um, acquaintance through another friendship or, um, you know, the sister of someone, that kind of thing. So I really had to branch out and make friends without having any close person to start with. And so I did this. I literally said yes to everything. My boss that I was moving Moving to the you know company to work for, she was like, "Do you play volleyball? Like, do you want to join our volleyball squad?" And I was like, "Sure, do." And I had never played volleyball since like you know I was eight years old in elementary school, and it was so uncomfortable in some ways. But I really just had this philosophy of I will get out there, I will say yes to everything, and one of these things is gonna stick. And it really did help. I was probably a detriment to the team. And so I'm sorry for the team for that. But what would happen is we'd play these games all across New York City. And then people would go out to bars after, right? Like order dinner or restaurants and we'd celebrate. And 
I really got to know people through that. So for me, it really served its purpose, even if I may have ruined their track record a little bit. But I had so much fun. I met so many people. And I really think that that's what it takes a lot of the time. So now in this stage, I find myself doing that with a lot of different things across Austin where maybe there's a business event or just we hear about something in our building and I'm not quite sure, you know, what it is or what it's going to be like or how it's going to feel walking into the room. But I really try and say yes to as many things as I can because that's what just leads to those new relationships. And you never know, like you can't judge one bad event and mark the rest off your list. You really just have to keep going and stay open. And I'm going to share a few more ideas around that later in this episode. But I think that would be my first tip is just say yes to everything. On that line, I think another one is like go to every event that you can. So maybe there are business groups in your city, maybe there are young professional associations, maybe you can look something up on Eventbrite, or even Airbnb Experiences has some amazing small group activities. You could do things like wine tasting or paint nights or biking clubs, that kind of thing. Maybe there's a sporting group or a sport that you want to try that has kind of a team dynamic. I would say just get out there and go to every single event that you can. One of the other things that I'll do is go to my building's sponsored events. So they're having an ice cream social type of thing and then fireworks on the rooftop for 4th of July. But they've put on other things like, you know, dog type of get togethers, like bring your dog and chit chat with your neighbors kind of thing. Um, Or we had like a Cinco de Mayo party. And those are just such a great way. I feel like every single time I go to those, pretty much, I come away with at least one new friend, right? Like one new couple or one new person doesn't even have to be an instant relationship, but it can be someone that you get a really good hunch about. And from there, the relationship can build. Like just remember, it's never going to be instantly as close as other relationships in your life, other relationships that have maybe been there for 10 years, but you have the seed of it. You have the start and from there, if you nurture it and if you reach out and invite someone to dinner or for a walk or something, you can really start to develop that relationship. So that would be my second one is like go to events, seek them out and be aware of what you're being invited to via email, via your neighborhood association or your condo building or your business groups. And don't just like funnel those to the trash bin, like actually go to those because you meet at least one person that you can continue that relationship with. On that line, I think my third one would be to pursue, like reach out after every little inkling you get of a potential new friendship or relationship. So kind of like I mentioned, I think that you will, you know, connect with some people more than others at these events. And that's totally fine. You're not meant to make every single new friend in every room. But try and just seek out at least that one person. Just be open to that. And then follow up and really do invite them out to the next dinner. Get something on the calendar, if it, even if it's a few weeks out. I think that's where you really start to build these relationships and get to know people better. So don't be shy about being that person that just continues the relationship and it can just be something small where there's no heavy commitment or anything. A dinner is so great because people 
automatically just bring the check when it's done, like there's a nice natural flow to it. But if you want to do coffee, if you want to do a walk, if you want to do a yoga class, that's a great way for just an hour to get to know someone a little bit better and decide if that's a friendship that you want to keep growing and pursuing. So that's something that we've done um, as well. And that's really started to help where we start to really find our core people. And you only need a few, right? Like before you know it, like if you have a couple or a friend that you want to see once a week or every few weeks, it starts to really fill up and compound. So number one, I'd say is say yes to everything. Number two is to go to events. Number three is to reach out and follow up with after every hunch, after every little inkling. And then number four, I think, is don't forget to consider who you know in that area. So you might not have any close friends in a new area or even in your hometown. If you've been there forever, you might just be like, okay, I'm starting fresh and wherever stage I'm at in life, I don't really have anyone at this stage. But really do consider like, who do you know that has previously moved to that part of town? Who do you know um, that maybe years ago you were friends with and you kind of lost touch? You know, do you know anyone's siblings that are there? Like literally we think of everything, my husband and I, of people just that we know in an area. I recently reached out to someone who I knew just through social media, who I had um, like taken an online course of hers and I followed her on social media from time to time. But that's it. Like that is the extent. We'd never even really like personally one-on-one ever chatted beyond like group calls in an online course, you know. And but that has become one of just the best relationships that we have in this city because you just never know. And so I'd really just say, you know, don't be shy. Like if there's it goes with that, if you have a hunch about someone, reach out, but also really rack your brain for who do you know that's just worth a shot at meeting up with? Because that could be that person for you and you don't even know it. You'll never know unless you try. So those are kind of my four things about like say yes to everything, go to every event you're invited to, think about other events that you can go to if you're not actively receiving invites via email or anything like that. Um, Reach out after every hunch and consider who you might already know in a place and really give that a chance even if you feel like you've already tapped out your resources. You're going to just start circling through people and seeing who you may connect with at this new stage in your life. I think the thing about stages is just who you were 10 years ago, even if you didn't connect with someone then, you might at this point, you might have so many more similar experiences now, you might have grown in ways you don't realize. And so, you know, don't write anyone off. I think everyone is worth a shot. And we're always just looking for like, who did we meet at that business event that would be fun? Even if they don't stand out as our best friends right away, we're like, who's the one person that we could call and we could do a follow up dinner with and just see where it goes. So those are kind of my my fun things. Um, and there's so much these days now that the world is opening up again. If you're an active person, if you love sports, if you have hobbies, like if you want to do painting, if you want to do, gosh, I don't know, a dance class, like hot yoga, I mean, baseball, volleyball, right? Like I did volleyball. Those are all great ways. They're so team oriented and they're great ways to slowly get to know other people but have that really comfortable dynamic of there's a whole team there so you're there's not as much pressure right to have like a one-on-one conversation with some when right away you can really see who naturally starts to stand out to you 
I want to share a few reminders and things that help me because I know this can be scary. If you are an introvert like me, like I'm definitely an introvert. I'm I'm a social introvert. I love meeting other people and being around them, but I can be a little shy and coming into different groups, I'm not I'm definitely not like the class clown. I love to be friends with the class clown and I love to like egg them on, <laughs> but I'm not the person ever like in the front of the stage or doing the karaoke or anything like that. So I totally feel for you if there's that sense of, oh my gosh, this is scary. I can't just go into a room full of people at a business event. Um, So here's a few things that have helped me and may help you as well. So a great one is even just something as simple as using an affirmation. So I learned a few of these from another uh, mentor that I had, Maggie, who's just amazing. And she would say, she told me this once, I thought it was so beautiful. She said, when she walks into a room, she says, I will be blessed and I will be a blessing. That's kind of her internal tape that she plays as an affirmation. And I just thought that was so nice. Like, I will be blessed and I will be a blessing to someone. So for her, she's going in with that positive expectation of like, I'm going to get something beautiful out of this event, and I'm also going to give something beautiful to someone else, whether it's just being really present in conversation, whether it's a compliment, whether it's just really listening to someone. I love that perspective. So that's one that you could repeat because it really affirms that the event will be worthwhile to you in some way. It sets that positive intention, and it also, I feel think makes you feel really valuable and worthy in that space of being there for someone else and being that blessing to someone else as well. Another one that she thinks is to herself as she goes in is, I always sit next to the best person or the right person. And I love that too, because, you know, sometimes you go into these events and you're tired at the end of the day and you just had work and you, you know, worked out and maybe there's the kids or there's just, there's a lot going on these days, you know? And I just love that feeling of going into an event, though, and instead of wondering, who am I going to sit next to and is this going to be boring, you think to yourself, I always sit next to the best person for me. Like, I always sit next to the right person. And she just said so many of these times when she repeats this to herself, it really helps it prove to be true because she's looking for that opportunity and she's looking with that positive expectation. And so it's kind of like, life meets her, her mind meets her and helps her find that right person in a way. So that's the one that I love. Another one that my mom always said to me growing up, which I love and anyone can use this. And sometimes I literally will repeat this to myself and it makes me feel so much better, even if it's such a like nice mom thing to say. And of course, my mom would say it, but she'd always say, oh, to know you is to love you. And I don't know where she got that, if someone told her that or what, but I love that kind of little mantra for yourself If when you get nervous that you're not going to meet anyone or that no one's going to like you or whatever. You just think to yourself, like, to know me is to love me. And you just repeat that to yourself and it seriously helps your confidence. It helps you just feel more like secure and standing in your own kind of space and personality and I just really, really think that that can be one that helps. So much of this is just getting comfortable and over time experimenting. Remember, like I say sometimes, like there's no such thing as a bad event It's or a bad story. It's always a good story. It's either you meet a new friend 
or you, you know, bomb fabulously and you have a funny story to tell, right? So it's you'll survive the end of the night like forward track to when you're sitting at home, you're in your bathtub and or you're reading your book in bed and you're so proud of yourself because you went to this thing and tried something new. That's how it will always end, even if it's like a crazy event or it's not like your thing, you know? Other little things that really help me is just constantly thinking like of being an includer, right? Like we have all been that person who doesn't know anyone, who feels awkward walking into something, who's looking for that best friend they can walk in with. So I always try and just like open up when I'm in a circle, right? Like I try and turn my body to let whoever is outside of it in. And I really just think that kind of helps you know, open up conversations with people where whoever does that, it's such a great way to be like, oh, hey, come on in a circle. What's your name? And go from there. I think that what I've really learned throughout having to kind of pick up and make friends in a bunch of different cities and have adventures there is just it really takes one person. It really just takes one friendship to lead to so many others because that one friend has their own friends and each one of those has their own group. And so if you just, you don't, you don't need everyone. You don't need 400 people to make a city feel like a home. You really just need your one person. And from there, you can really start to blossom and to grow your circle. And so that has always helped me to just bring it down to like, I'm not trying to meet every single person tonight. I'm just trying to make that one connection and really give my intention and my focus and my heart to like the one person I'm talking to at a time. And from there, you never know where that can go. All right. So a little different topic tonight, but I would love to know, like, do you find it harder to make friends as an adult? Um, are you in a stage of your life where you are looking to widen your friend circle? Did you just kind of move somewhere or maybe you're in a new stage of life? Maybe you just became a mom or you're doing your master's or something, right? Like you're just in a different time. Maybe you're building a business or um, becoming more entrepreneurial and you're just looking for new friends in all these circles. These are all kind of things that I've used. I feel like they can really help. So take whatever one serves you. And thanks so much for listening to this a little bit later than usual today. But I hope you have a great rest of your week. And I will be back here drilling upstairs or no drilling next week. Talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening in. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you share it on Instagram stories and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping get the message out. I am so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time, talk to you soon.